Hello, I'm Laura Ludwig, and you're listening to Ace Space. An ace service from Veloz. Champagne volleyball of it, 2 points away. Hello there and welcome to the A-Space brand new podcast brought to you by the CEB, a podcast where we are being joined by some of the biggest names in wild volleyball. My name is Louis Lett and I will be today's host. On other occasions, we have got the great Dave Rogers. We've also been joined by our producers and superstars from the CEB, Matt Rogers and Daniel Meanley. Today, Dan, you're with us. How are you doing, mate? How's Luxembourg in lockdown? Great, Louis. Nice sunny day out today. Feeling great. How are you? Yeah, life's good. I've just just been too much running, which is an art I'm trying to to, to get better at, and it's um it's pretty tough. Um, but you missed our opening episode, and it was an absolute. It was amazing, but I'm still still getting over it here. Um, and I think it's time that we should reintroduce our guest. Um, welcome back to our Olympic gold medalist world champion with over 12 individual awards on the world tour. I decided not to list them individually today. Um, Lara Ludwig, how are you doing? How is Hello. Good, thank you. I'm really good. Also, after running, I'm definitely feel good. Now the weekend can start. <laughs> oh, what, does the, what does the weekend look like for you? It's obviously Saturday. And... Um, actually, this uh, weekend is really relaxed. We have nothing planned and uh, we sleep a lot, eat a lot, um, play a lot and just go out when the sun comes out. And um, yeah, and probably one or two friends will come over for a barbecue, but nothing special. Oh, you're, you're allowed to have barbecues? We, we haven't quite hit that stage. Yeah, it is actually um, on the kind of on the balcony and um, we have like uh, two, how do you say, households can come together. So it's fine when friend, um, a friend is coming over and psh, it's two friends. But the sport is starting as yes. well in these weekends. Actually, also in our beach center, they are starting with the um, amateur sport. They can come and play. And uh, on, I think it was yesterday, I saw the courts were full again. It was crazy. I mean, still rules and still distance, but um, yeah, it looked alive again. (laughs) It's amazing. We're not, we're not quite there yet. As long as you don't have to to play volleyball in a mask. No, uh, yeah, no oh my gosh, this is not possible. <laughs> sport, like general sport, is uh, yeah. not possible in a mask, I think. Mm-hmm. How's it in Luxembourg? Is it also still like really locked down? Um, I think we're the similar with you. You can have barbecues, you can have a few friends over. Yeah. So we're getting there. We're getting nice. There. Uh, England is always a little yeah. bit behind her. Huh? <laughs> Sorry, Louis. Sorry. <laughs> I, I can't really, uh, yeah, I don't think this is the right place to air any politic. Uh, yeah, yeah any, true. <laughs> we don't want to start. I don't want to yeah, come. But yeah, we're, we're, I feel like we're behind, for, for yeah. sure. But that's, a, that's a very fair comment. Um, uh, so you guys listening, wherever you are in Europe or the world, these episodes are being recorded remotely. So due to the current situation, we are in, on Zoom and we are in different places, Germany, Luxembourg and the UK. And these episodes are going to be released alternately with our unscripted animated series. Today, Lara, is all about becoming a mother and returning to the top of the game, which Woo-hoo! I'm really interested in because, uh, yeah, I have no, um, I have no experience in either of those two. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 nor, and nor does Dan. So. Um, <laughs> We're all about yes, it's always interesting to talk with men about it. <laughs> it 
is interesting the right word or uh, maybe uninspired? Maybe I just want to tease you and then it's it's getting right. (laughs) So first question, how is is Theo? Good, he's actually um, uh, Moth, my husband, (laughs) almost husband. (laughs) He brought just Theo to bed because this is um, sleepy time. It's... uh, and all in all, he loves having mama and papa all day long at home and playing around. Sometimes he's getting annoyed of us and we get annoyed of him. But this is a little time and the rest, we really enjoy the family time together. I, it's definitely um, a present right now, the time. Yeah, yeah it must be after the, the year, last year was so busy for you. It must, there must be some um, yeah, real positives about being at home and being able to have that time. And... Yes, definitely. I mean, every family can say this when um, there's a little bit time off and not only holiday in general, you have a little bit um, less to do and you can spend time a little bit more with your family. Then it's always um, a big present. Um, but like, <laughs> like everybody is saying now, also after two months now, it's fine to have also a little bit <laughs> separate uh, lives again and um, doing something different. But um, yeah, I don't want to, um, yeah, I don't want to be angry about it. I really, I really enjoy the time. I'm going to have some genes. Uh, yeah, gonna, we'll see. <laughs> going to be an athletic, athletic boy here. I mean, we, um, like, I don't know if he's going to be an athlete right now. He's just eating a lot because he loves eating. I don't know if it's, I think this is more after me, but um, he has a definitely nice, um, mix out of our hair that's already really cool about the rest we will see but um i like this already the part of this um of the hair of um, the mix of um, our genes um yeah we'll see what comes but it's really interesting like i sometimes i am um, get caught in the in my in my thinking like oh my gosh i want to know how he is when he's like this age and then i'm like laura come down enjoy this time now it will be over in like like a second and so it's sometimes really difficult to um, step back and just enjoy the moment. Yeah, for sure. That's it's a really nice thing to hear, actually. Just okay. He's a very, very cute kid. Very, <laughs> very cute kid. But thanks. It's a nice compliment. I mean, probably every mother or father is saying this from their kids. Um, this is the cutest. But Theo is the cutest. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say if it wasn't true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. good. How, how old is he right now? Um, he's turning two years in a month, um, so a big, big birthday party, not. Nice. <laughs> but he knows already what, uh, what present is, so what a, a gift. So some, it will be fun to see um, when there are some presents um, from uh, grandparents, from us and from friends. And then he's just like, oh, presents, presents, presents. So it's um, cool when they um, yeah, get to know some things where we really can um, see the reaction of it. Yeah, it's really cool. Smart kid. <laughs> <laughs> but first is present, present, and then it's chocolate, chocolate. <laughs> so, because it was like an Easter, um, he uh, um, got a lot of Easter eggs, obviously. He was searching them and he was really good at it. I mean, it was easy. The, the hiding was easy, but it, always when he got one, it was like chocolate, chocolate, open, open. Uh, well, he was crazy after chocolate. That's also that. after his mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was going to say, he gets that after, after his mom, right? Yeah. <laughs> for, for sure. What, what do you find, um, like, obviously not a parent, what do you find most challenging about being a parent? What's the... Mm, I think what I really underestimate before um, was um, 
that actually a baby or a kid is kind of a 24 seven um, kind of job. It's like all the attention is always on the kid or at least it was um, for me or for us. And that was, it's definitely a big, big change. You always have to think about the kid and um, for sure there are always worries, other worries. There's a big responsibility before you just have your own responsibility for yourself. And now there's a little um, creature uh, which you have to look after. And before I was thinking really, it's just, um, okay, especially in the beginning, it's just sleeping and eating and then lying there somewhere. But no, it wasn't. It was um, the first three months were, were the hardest in our whole, in the whole life. <laughs> yeah, I, I can imagine. Yeah, it's crazy. I, before I was never ever thinking like this, but I have respect to, uh, for every parent, uh, especially for my parents as well, definitely. And um, it's, yeah, it's a big thing actually getting kids. Um, yeah. It's cool. What's what's the most enjoyable thing? Oh, seeing every the like seeing every day the um, the things he's learning and enjoying and um, improving in every little things he's doing, trying to do everything by his own learning so fast. This is just incredible how fast the time is flying as well. I mean, also the, now the second year. Um, I, we have the feeling it's way faster than the first year because he's learning every day and he's getting bigger and bigger and more, um, yeah, I mean, more, how do you say, um, yeah, adult like, like, want to do everything by his own and trying to do like this big boss here. And <laughs> yeah, um, that's really good to see and it's um, enjoyable when he gets his own character and personality. That's yeah. I I can imagine. Do you, do you take how often do you take him on tour with you? That was the balance to competitions. Yeah. Um. Like actually, it was in almost every tournament in Europe. That was also the plan, but we didn't want to take him overseas in the beginning. That um, would also like it is nice to have him on tour or also in a training camp, but it's also a different. It's really exhausting as well because I want to also or we want to be with him also but also practicing 100% so it was sometimes really tiring and also the travel and everything in the beginning is always a little bit more nervous or I was definitely always a little bit more intense like before you just traveled you had your headphone listen to something and then you were just by your own nobody could call you nobody was um, disturbing you and you had your time for yourself now you had to look after a a kid while traveling so I was always tired after um, a flight um, but um, so yeah we tried to have a balance between having him with us but also having him home with my parents um, um, so I think that was quite um, cool to have this um, both options yeah it, it must be it must be so different having played for as long as you have without obviously having Theo to then having him at, like with you like it, yeah it must be such a different sort of routine um a little bit different but i try to have my um, my still my um, same routine we always had uh, my mom or morph's mom with us so they were looking really good after Tio. they love looking after Tio. they probably also love more to have him by himself <laughs> so it's always hard to get to him when, when they are there <laughs> my, my grandmas are always the favorites as well so um it was um, it's, that's because he can do no wrong yeah. exactly it's always, <laughs> yes to you yes to you yes to you <laughs> <laughs> but it's also really cute to see um but they did a really good job so that we can um, do our job really good in the routines and when we had our game done 
then we always spend time together. I was almost never um, with um, other players or having dinner somewhere because I was always with uh, the family then. That was also cool. Um, and But it was also nice to see him sometimes after a game. I mean, obviously, he like last season, he wasn't, old or he wasn't old enough that he could understand what um, we are actually doing there but uh, seeing him after a game is uh, was always like a really like a release or some I mean I uh, still when I lost or when we lost and I saw him it still kind of um, sucked and I was frustrated but um, it was a little bit easier um, yeah because he was um, showing me the sunshine again kind of um, I remember one game it was really nice in Vienna and I didn't know that my mom is coming to the um, to the game. It was in the evening, and it was a, a last qualification match against Greece, and it was an on and off match, like three sets and really tight. And in the end, we won, and uh, we were sitting there as a team, just the three of us, Maggie, um, Morf, and me. And then the sun was going down, and then I saw um, mom and Tio coming and uh, seeing uh, or like waving, and I was just like, oh, "We're in the main draw, and my boy is here, and I'm just the happiest person in in, in life." So that was a really cool. Or oh, there were more more moments like this. Yeah. Just like that feeling of fulfillment, like the yes, totally, <laughs> like a scene of in the end of a movie, in yeah. a horror horror movie of a of a game. But that's sort of like shooting for simplicity, like the real simple things that just yes, make, yes, which is maybe I don't know, definitely not a parent, um, yeah. but no. I can imagine that's yeah. But um, that's how you say it. Like the small things count again, so um, you really get to um, see the yeah little things in life again. Oh. Yeah. Did did you did you miss beach volleyball when you were away, or you you know you said you were busy, but but like yeah. was, it, it, was it like were you ready for that break? as well uh, yes i think i was ready because the um years before were really intense with um uh, with the team before was so much um yeah fun and success but also like hard work and so i was kind of ready to have a little bit off um, of beach rubber and a break and um but i was still practicing and i still um enjoyed practice not every day but <laughs> some of the days i really enjoyed to um yeah move especially with a big belly and um, so you felt like you do something um, but all in all I was really relieved that I could see more friends see family um, going to birthday parties or wedding or like doing normal stuff on weekends uh, when you're just at home and you can plan um, after your life and not after beach volleyball so I, I, I really enjoyed the pregnancy I think we're probably uh, happy to see you what like, oh yeah probably they're like oh Laurie's yes. here Finally. yeah <laughs> what are you doing here? You have time? <laughs> I, I played some of my best games with a belly anyway. I never saw a belly on you. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> uh, no, no, that I'm trying to get rid of it. <laughs> when I watch you play, like, obviously, it's my job now to come up with some force, but I, I just see that you love it. Like yeah. I, like there must be times where you have enough of it, but like you, to me, just look like that's, that's you out there. Like you are yeah. completely living yeah. 
yeah. you're doing what you should be doing and you're loving competing and you're loving playing is that correct like definitely that... yeah you that's what you see correct you're a really good <laughs> observer <laughs> I, just, like, i watch everyone play and i, yeah. I I'm yeah. just like, you you love yeah, it I mean, yeah i mean it's probably everybody loves it i can imagine but sometimes it's um i don't know it's The best thing is on court when you can be authentic and then you um, can play at your best. And um, yeah, I, I struggle sometimes also to get um, there, but um, normally I really love this. Not all in all, it's my passion. It's um, but also my job. Sometimes definitely I'm also frustrated, but all in all, I um, can't um, imagine a life without beach volleyball for sure. Not. No. Did so, you think that after your pregnancy? Um, like that you would come back and Kira would still be playing? Oh yeah, for sure. That was 100% the plan. Like we were, um, after 2017, after the season, we were sitting together and I said straight away, oh, we were, wanted to talk about the, how everybody is uh, go, um, going and um, um, what the plan is for the next month or a year. And I definitely said straight away, okay, I'm, uh, I want to um, make family and, um, I'm definitely yeah, out but after that I want to come back and play with Kira I'll keep going and um, yeah that was really um, straightforward and also uh, with the planning so I think for Kira and her body that was also perfect to look a little bit um, without pressure just on herself and enjoy a little bit different beach volleyball with somebody else and not always me as a boss <laughs> with me and um, so it was probably also an um, Yeah, for both sides, I think an enjoyable um, time. That's really interesting. Like, just just me, I didn't know that. So yeah, it's um. And then, well, how did you feel when she decided to retire? Um, I think like we started practicing again in in 2018 in the end, and it still felt like she had um, to do a lot with her body, and it felt still like she um, uh, was struggling. So uh, like that, it's really hard to come to practice because her body was always hurting. And um, yeah, there was one evening where, when she wanted to come to me and talk. And then I had a feeling already that she, um, yeah, it is a serious talk. And, um, and, and I had the feeling I didn't do something wrong. So it must have something with um, the decision of playing uh, further or not. So I could, uh, I kind of, um, uh, yeah, knew already a little bit what she wanted to talk about so it was in the because i knew why and that she was really struggling with her body and it really looked always like really hard time for her in practice because of her body that i could definitely understand her straight away 100 and i think it was also a right a right decision to um for her body and her life to um relax and um yeah look after her body and um yeah and then in the second moment i was a little bit like oh And now <laughs> what's going, I had a different plan or we had a different plan, but um, yeah, there's kind of always a solution after a little bit of time and thinking, talking to a lot of people, what I can do or who I should uh, maybe call or what I um, yeah, expect from um, playing further yeah, or being with somebody else and having another team. Yeah. Did you ever think when Kira, like you had that discussion that, okay, if it's not with Kira, I don't want to do it anymore. Was that ever a thought? No, I was so sure, like, because the, um, before um, I had the break, um, I felt so strong in what I did. Like, really, I loved playing, I loved winning, and I didn't, I, I wanted to have it again. So, um, that was really strong in my heart that I want, uh, I, I 
didn't want to stop at that time, not at all, because I wanted to see if I still can do it. And um, yeah, and yeah, I mean, it was also, it was always like without Beach Barber, I still couldn't imagine, um, yeah, having or, or have, yeah, um, to stop with Beach Volleyball because I saw the potential in 2016 and 17, uh, what we can do, what I can do. And I saw still um, that I can improve, especially uh, in some things even, yeah. That's a, uh, a tough call to make after you win. Yeah, I mean, it's like um, the Olympics actually were pretty much perfect from how we played, but like um, also the season 2016, I mean, um, that was um, amazing, but you always, oh, I always had, no, not always, but I always had the feeling um, that I could improve also in the way I play, the way I, I, I'm, I am with a partner, or in a team, like also the mental side and the athletic uh, athletic side, um, also in the technique side, actually, there's so much to improve and so much to do better. And um, yeah, we always have the um, the role models, the men's. I mean, the men's are playing always faster and more dynamic and harder. And maybe we come there one, uh, one day. <laughs> Not <laughs> so in the 2016 season. You played in? Did you you played a tournament in Toronto, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm fr that's my hometown. So. Oh, really? I, it's a really yeah. nice city. That was the first time I ever have have been there, and it's really nice. Also from the people, I really like the, um, yeah, surrounding and the atmosphere there. Also, they were crazy after beach volleyball. Yeah, yeah. When we do get volleyball, because beach volleyball, we don't get big tournaments there very uh, often. So when it does happen, it's really exciting. It was really cool. It was the, the more than defining the excitement was about the um, the country quota about the uh, Canada teams because they had to play against each other, which team is in the tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, there's lots of people were there and wanted to see that. There was more excite uh, or more yeah um, interesting probably than the tournament <laughs> for the Canadians. Yeah. I love the, I love the country quota, like. Yeah, when you watch, then you probably love it more than when you play. Yeah, it's it's awesome spectacle. I just love it when like Ricardo rocks up and and he's playing country quota. Yeah, or something crazy. Like that. Like, it's, it's also, like it was Kerry last year. That's just yeah. crazy. Uh, really, I mean, yeah, it's a, a different topic, but um, it has some good bits and it has some really bad bits. How did it feel starting again with new partner, uh, Tio? Like everything is the same, but everything is quite different. Yeah. Like how, yeah. It was more exhausting than I thought. Like really also coming back after the pregnancy, it felt, um, it was still quick, but for myself, it, I didn't have the patience. We had the patience already last time we talked with each other. That's always my big um, thing that um, I need always to work on my patience. And um, like sometimes I got really fast frustrated that my body didn't do what I wanted. Like, because always oh, I had the feeling my middle of my body was still not there or was not connecting my arms and my legs. And that was a little bit hard with the technique sometimes or with the um, athletic or, um, yeah, that is definitely, um, that I'm, I think was 10, 11, 12 months after um, having Tio, um, that was the first time where I thought like, oh, now it starts to connect. So it was a long time, yeah. But all in all, it was um, also a cool challenge, actually, I have to say. Like uh, after 2016 and 17, having um, or like winning a lot and now starting from kind of new again and with a kind of different body as well. I mean, the um, body did something what 
it didn't do before. So, <laughs> and um, it had to come back and remember all the things um, from before. So that was really a challenge um, and cool to, go, cool to go through it and not giving up. And also with the new team, it just like having um, this kind of success and also in your head and in your soul going out and then coming back and fighting um, from kind of zero again um, back um, to trying to go to top again. That uh, was a lot with my patience and frustration level because in the beginning I was a little bit like on here. I feel actually like here, but I couldn't um, like, I felt really like in 2017, but I wasn't there again. I live really from my head, from my soul, I had to go back a step back. And that was really hard for me, I have to say. Yeah, I think we're going to got some questions here that's around those sorts of challenges where it must have been tough, but then it makes it much sweeter at the end of the season to have, Definitely. Those, <laughs> have those moments, right? Um, why? So, so you get to that point. I think we all know why Maggie, you know, like, but what was the thoughts for, for you at that time when, when you had that choice? Did you, did you look at just someone with this massive ceiling that could, could progress very quickly? Yes, um, like with Maggie, I saw definitely big potential because she's like, um, uh, yeah, she was fresh in beach ball and um, played only for two years. And before, um, she was a big indoor player. And it is, I, I have to say, it's still a big, big difference between indoor beach volleyball. And um, I saw that she um, wanted to do it. She has a passion in it and she wants to learn. And um, we knew each other from before as well. We were friends since um, we, are, we were 14 years old. Um, we didn't have so much contact actually in the end because like both had their own life. Me with a beach volleyball life and she was indoor um, um, volleyball life. Uh, there was always like around the world everywhere. Um, but it was nice actually to have her on my side and going through this together now and learning from each other um, also actually get to know each other in a different way, not only as friends and just chatting with each other, being really professional and trying to work something out and um, yeah, um, going through hard um, times as well. You don't win the Champions League unless you have a certain set of characteristics though, right? Yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there's something um, in you that, uh, that is making you strong and passionate for you. Yeah. How, um, like, what was the expectations for, for 2019? Like, did you set any? Was it very much, let's see how it goes? Was it, no, we want to go straight in? Like, I mean, we knew it is the qualification straight away. So we knew it's going to be hard from the beginning on. We didn't have so much points. We knew we had to play from the beginning on, um, like really with high quality. And I think we put us under pressure um, a lot on, uh, from the beginning on. And I think, um, yeah, the frustration level uh, was, um, yeah, not really high. So um, I think that stood a little bit in our way. And um we had to find through this time where we lost a lot um, what we can change or how we actually yeah loose loosen up a little bit relax and just play so we forgot a lot about what we actually practiced and um, that was definitely our um, fail in the beginning um, but we went through it and changed a little bit of um, yeah mentality um, on court and uh, yeah, try to get our lions out and our aggressiveness and um, yeah, go against the opponent and not against us because we can't do it. So um, that was a really big change in the end and it felt really good. Yeah, 
you yeah, just answered I mean, you just answered like three questions in in one hit. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm sat here with a list of questions going like oh, I'm sorry. I was like she nailed <laughs> I, that I just one. Know you. <laughs> that one's that one's nailed. Like that that one's good. Yeah, I, I just want to touch on like how does it feel like it's probably we're we're obviously celebrating so much, but I, I'm curious to like you that that sort of twenty fifth, like getting a twenty fifth was hard. <laughs> I mean, the first tournament in Xiamen, was it, in China? That yes. was okay, because um, I, I was still um, really sad after those two um, games. But there were, like, a lot of good stuff in it, really good things. Um, but I was really, really sad, and I wanted to practice more after and harder. And But that, I think, was, like, after those two games, I should have been a little bit more relaxed and um, not being too hard on us. And um, yeah, that's why we became like more intense and intense and not uh, being too loose on the court. So that was a pity that we actually missed, um, yeah, the beginning then. Yeah, I mean, like hindsight's a wonderful thing, right? Like yeah. looking back and saying, I wish we were like this. But at the same yeah. time, you're, you're quite right within your expectation of, of it, it's that same mind that got you to be an Olympic uh, champion. So yeah. Olympia, I have the gold medal, but I was definitely different. <laughs> um, we've already talked a lot about Tio. Um, is it difficult being in China and is it difficult being being away? Does that yeah, make I mean, difference at, at times when you're about playing and you're missing Tio? Um, because he was so young, it was still okay. I mean, we probably definitely had um, more problems with it. Uh, Tio didn't really... Um, felt that we were going to have a feeling sometimes because Oma was there, grandmother was the favorite, so it didn't matter if we were there. Um, but the first time we went um, like for a camp in Cape Town and that was the first time I don't see him for two weeks and that was really, really hard. I, I think when my parents picked him up and I think I was crying for half an hour, I really couldn't um, get um, uh, yeah, my breath back. I was crying so much. And uh, yeah, but then after it felt um, okay. It was always, um, as it always had two um, sides of the medal <laughs> because it was like on one hand, um, I, we were missing him a lot and um, couldn't see him and couldn't see him growing, but it was only two weeks. Uh, but on the other hand, we had time for ourselves. Like I really could focus on beach volleyball, could focus on regeneration in between. Um, so, uh, and it was easy to FaceTime in between. My, my parents were always on their phone, always when we called, they, um, they picked up and showed us our little boy. And um, yeah, in the beginning he was like looking in the camera because it was interesting. But after that he was gone and playing somewhere else. So, but it was nice to see him and watching him. My, my mom was always following him with the phone to show us what he's doing. So it was interesting to be like this is, um, again as well. But um, yeah, all in all was uh, both sides. Like um, sad, but also really cool to have our own time. <laughs> we're watching Paw Patrol again. <laughs> that came later. <laughs> But actually, yeah, Paw Patrol, he's not a really a big fan of Paw Patrol. He's more about like, do you know the movie Shrek? Yeah. Uh, the green monster? He loves it. He lo I love it as well. And I, I, always when he's like, oh, I want to watch Shrek. And I'm like, yeah, okay, let's watch Shrek. Which, which uh, movie? One, two, three or four? <laughs> okay, all, all four. It's the Scottish accent. <laughs> 
it's true. Okay. I, I never recognized before. I never recognized before he was speaking Scottish. And then suddenly I was like, this is speaking Scottish. As yeah. a Scottish father, it's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Probably, that's why. Yeah, there you go. Like, yeah, it. How, um, how was it with the, you, you came back um, and you were working with Jörg, is that correct? And Morph as well? It was... Um, no, the first, uh, oh yeah, um, Morph was a little bit more involved then because um, Helga, our other coach, um, she got a baby as well. And so she took her time off, which we totally could understand. Uh, um, and um, so, but um, he was first um, only a little bit involved and in, like in, win in winter and the preparation. And it was really cool to see also some stuff he did, but he was, his priority was always on Binek Schneider and um, the young team. So it wasn't that much time, but uh, yeah, it was kind of cool to um, have also a little bit other input. Um, yeah, and then the middle of the season or kind of the end of the season, Jung um, uh, decided to go out of the team because he was too far away. He wasn't in the same city and it was really difficult to um, travel with us and um, be with us the whole time. And um, we are women. We need a lot of attention. So <laughs> that was not enough. <laughs> Not, not, my, not my girlfriend, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, but so then uh, it was uh, the decision to have actually more more um, involved and as a head coach. And with Helke, she came back from her um, baby break. And those as a team, they um, did really good work in um, taking us as a team and um, yeah, like going um, through the end of the season with us. And yeah, in the end, we also had our success. So that was really, um, yeah, nice to have somebody who gave new input and maybe that also kind of worked a little bit to have a breakthrough um, through our head because we were really in, um, tight. Um, yeah, and I, I'm really happy that it worked. And until we also didn't have a divorce or we didn't break up, we still are happy in our family life. So yeah, it uh, works. Yeah, like how does it, how how does it work? Is it is it because it's obviously so much change, and then there's another change as well. And yeah, and another it, change. Yeah. I mean, I can't even I can't even give my 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 girlfriend's never played volleyball, but I could never tell her how to play it. Like I could yeah. never give her a coaching. <laughs> like, she yeah, I mean, I always I think we also could never play together. For example, just for fun, me and Morphe would probably really break up um, up after. <laughs> But um, getting the input from Morph is really um, cool and nice because I'm really um, like I'm really impressed. Like I knew he was a good coach, but um, seeing actually more insight and what he's talking about and what his ideas are, I'm really impressed. So and otherwise I wouldn't have done it. Like otherwise, it, it's always hard. I mean, there is some um, um, couples on tour with uh, trainers and uh, players, but you could always hear it's difficult and also the, um, especially for the relationship for the couple as well, but also for the um, for the team then, I mean, the for the partner from the, um, yeah, like for Maggie, it is definitely also a different um, situation. But I wouldn't have done it when I wouldn't be um, behind it, like really know that it's quality and professional and uh, I want to, I want to win. I always want to win and I wouldn't do it when I don't know if we would win with this um, team. Yeah. How was Rome? Like, uh. <laughs> it, it was a great question to, to finish with. Like, yeah. Rome, for me, it was my favorite point of the season. 
like nice comment on that. So it was it was amazing to broadcast. So I don't know how it was to actually be the person just absolutely killing it out there. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. Uh, that was definitely my favorite moment of uh, this season of last year, and um, it was just special. Like we didn't have a really good start in the um, tournament. We lost against um, our German opponents, Carla and Yuli, like in the German chip. A German championship before in the final and um, that was already like and we were tired and um, it's the end of the season and but we have to go for a good result otherwise it's going to be really hard with the qualification so, so it was a lot of um, yeah thoughts in our head and then I think we just um, had um, I don't know we were a little bit like we were talking and talking and talking and then we were like oh just It. can I say that <laughs> just <laughs> relax let it go and just play <laughs> and don't think too much about anything just go for it be aggressive and um, fight to it doesn't matter what uh, mistake we're doing and yeah we went on court for the second match and it was difficult but we won against the young Russians and then from from game to game it started to happen more that we were more released and just play um, at our best and um, yeah, kept going and going and going and then suddenly we were in the final and we really couldn't believe it and um, um, Theo was there as well um, so uh, with Mof's mom and then uh, Maggie had his fam her family there as well, her parents were there and also in the last day her boyfriend came so it was really like a nice end of the season that everybody was there watching us, seeing us um, supporting us And um, yeah, actually we could also celebrate all together because it was really, a, yeah, without this tournament, I don't know even if we could uh, make this, um, uh, the qualification for Tokyo 21 now. Uh, that would have been, yeah, really difficult. And now there's a chance, a good chance. And um, yeah, and so without, like also with Rome, it made it definitely easier to go to holiday, to have your free time, relax and really don't, bother about it and uh, or don't think too much about it yeah i didn't and i didn't see i didn't see you in chetamo <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i didn't i didn't see you out in mexico no yeah. <laughs> no and um so that's why um and also going easier and uh, more released into the preparation and just focus on whatever we want to go and yeah look forward Yeah, I must be the, the the confidence and the change in mindset or the like Definitely. just this must yes. be the, the perfect ending to that season to, to yes, kick it forward. It was. Um, it was brilliant. I, yes. Talk us through that block. <laughs> My God, what, what was this? Unbelievable. <laughs> you just charge in, you take everything into your own hands and you make a read and there you go, game over. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. We um, changed before because we couldn't really get um, uh, the Swiss um, team under control with our block and um, block defense, and we weren't our, at our best. Um, so, and then in the end, I thought we, they were in front, and then I thought, yeah, let's just switch and have a look. Maybe they're thinking about it. So, yeah, and then the first um, ball, I think the first ball was even a poke, which um, Maggie got, and then put it away. So we were 20-20, and then suddenly the block came. I don't know how, but I was just watching her, and I thought, just get up, get up as big as you can, and somehow she will hit you. <laughs> and yeah, and then it um, happened. And, <laughs> and I tried to be really calm and focus on the end of the sentence, but in, a, in a me, I was like, oh my gosh, I did a block. <laughs> There's um there's that highlight from Hamburg that just goes round and round of you making like four digs against Brazil and putting the ball away, 
and that's cool that gets a lot of shares but this was my favorite this is my favorite one for you speaking of defense though laura you're like one of the best readers of the game i think i've seen like you almost seem to know where where the ball's going where the attacker's going so we have uh, the last feature for this episode called uh rips and tips where we're wondering if you had any advice for uh, any listeners, aspiring beach volleyball players about defense and, and how to read the game. Ooh, there's like, um, difficult, uh, it's difficult to just answer here like quick, but um, all in all, I think it's also good to know definitely your opponent. It's not always easy to not knowing your opponent, um, but to stay relaxed, even if you don't get balls in the beginning, to stay relaxed and really uh, watch your opponent, what they're doing, what they like to do. And um, like, even if the first set doesn't work, it always can work in the second or in the third um, set because you get to know the player, you get to know in which mood they are, um, how uh, strong or dynamic they're um, they're moving in this game. Because like obviously, not everybody is uh, every day really dynamic or um, quick or has always the answer. There's always a mistake from them from a player. So you always have to have the patience, and um, especially for defense, I think it's sometimes really important to just go for one or two balls like in one rally to get to only go for one or two like pick those two balls and go only for those two and the rest leave it to the block or leave to um, for when they do the point then they do the point it doesn't matter and um, I think I re- I also really needed to learn about this like um, like leaving some balls away don't like don't want to get everything because when you want to get everything you don't get anything because you're just in the court in the middle of the court and um, you feel like a stone so, but um, sometimes um, it is, uh, it helps to just maybe even go for this one important um, ball, what they always do in maybe different situations, I don't know. But um, yeah, or prepare with some movements before with some maybe fakes, only go for this one then, like, especially when you you're maybe a defender uh, in the diagonal and then you show you go to line, but you actually only go for diagonal, leave everything else. So mm-hmm. sometimes this is um, really helpful. Um, but also when um, really um, be relaxed in the backcourt and be light. And also when the, sometimes I'm getting too quick and spectac- uh, like uh, try to read too quick and um, I'm already on my way even the uh, although the, the um, attacker didn't approach because I thought like oh my gosh I need really to get this but then being more relaxed and wait because sometimes there's just a poke or an easy ball coming in the court and you still can run um, when you didn't move to another side uh, to uh, one side so there's uh, lots of things you can do actually it's hard to talk about all those <laughs> um, I know you're like it's hard to think of something and then you listed like all this great advice yeah. <laughs> but I think the one the one thing I'll remember from that if you can't if you try and go for everything you won't get anything yes, I think that's especially that's for players coming from indoor volleyball that's a really you know good uh, yeah. okay yeah, so we have one sure. one more thing Laura I don't remember know if you remember this from the other episodes but we have a, a mystery guest uh, later on or Ooh. joining us later so we have uh, not today but we we have a clue we gave you one clue already okay well none of us know so I'm I'll play the clue hopefully you guys can okay. hear it have you ever won the Champions League yes oh super <laughs> 
Okay. Do you have yeah. any ideas based on that new information? Mm, no. <laughs> Me neither. I need more. I need more clues for sure. Um, okay. So that. Sorry. Sorry, listeners. We don't have I'm, any more idea based on that information. I'm, I'm going to go Atanasievich. I'm pretty sure he's won the Champions League. Um, I hope he's won the Champions League. I'd be. I'd, I'd, <laughs> he hasn't. My, <laughs> Yeah, who's won the Champions League? Hmm, yeah, it's a good... Okay. Has, has, has Zaitsev won the Champions League? I don't know. Did he Maybe. ever play for Zenit Kazan? <laughs> okay. Um, I think I, again... I'm just I listening think, to you. I think you definitely more, know more names than I do. <laughs> that's because um, you're focused. You have, yeah, you're focused on, on your thing. <laughs> well, Lara Ludwig thank you so much for coming on i'm gonna say thank you again on behalf of the whole volleyball community because not only are you uh, doing this for us and, and the cv but i think everyone's gonna get so much from listening wow. to this and you're gonna you're gonna yeah influence the sport and inspire so many people so thank you for coming on um and giving up your your, your weekend again um, yeah but thank you it was a pleasure it was always nice talking to you thanks a lot Danny, thank you for being here, bud. I hope you had fun. I always have fun on, on these podcasts, Louis. Thanks for having me. <laughs> and uh, to our listeners, thank you very much for, for being part of this and helping it grow. Make sure that you subscribe. Obviously, let your friends know. Tell your mates. And you can also suggest guests uh, for us to get onto the show. Um, whether they can compare with this week's guest, I have no idea if we can actually talk. Uh, yeah, Lara Lindvik being on the show, but you can even send us some questions. Uh, use the hashtag Let Volleyball Talk. Finally, for myself, Louis Let, the A Space and the CV. Thank you for listening, and we look forward to having you along next time. I hope you enjoyed that episode of The A Space. This is me. Thomas Russo and I'll be co-hosting the podcast soon. So if you have anything you want to ask me or something you want us to chat about, please write to us on theaspace at cev.eu and we'll see if we can make it happen. For now, stay safe and we'll see each other on the other side.